0: Well, another exciting week uh, to be a Metro Detroit golfer, honestly. Kyle Bogey, Mike Sullivan here on the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast, powered by our friends over at Hall Financial. And just real quick, uh, on the subject of Hall Financial, an incredible gesture uh, by yeah. David Hall himself and something that has really generated, I think, a lot of uh, support, a lot of buzz, and that is that that D. Hall, you know, in partnering with MDG and just trying to support uh, the MDG community, ended up sponsoring and helping out our friend, MDG member Donnie Trosper, down in the uh, Florida circuit, as he's going to be competing in several different events in his quest to, you know, get on the PGA Tour. And we saw Donnie compete in in a couple of tournaments last year uh, on the PGA Tour. We're hopeful that this year, with this support, with the the peace of mind uh, that the financial backing has has hopefully allowed for him, Uh, to just go out there and get some victories. So you probably saw the stories, Fox 2, Debt News, Channel 4, Channel 7, um, you know, with with David Hall and everything that transpired with that. But just first things first, got to at least uh, shout that out because that was really one of the bigger stories, at least in our world, this past week.
1: Yeah, so when we had called D-Hall, we'd obviously just talked about uh, Donnie and and wanting... Donnie had hit me up and and had wanted to uh, potentially just get some... Sponsorship, some support. Uh look, he as talented as he is, and he has played on tour twice and he's hoping to get back on tour and he's down playing professionally in Florida on the mini tour and you know, as great as that is, that does take a lot of um there are a lot of expenses with that. There's a lot of money that's required to enter these tournaments, um to to fund his lodging and his lifestyle and, and everything like that down there. So the fact that that D Hall was able to cut a check for several thousand dollars and just Get that off Donnie's plate for the next six events, including a, a very uh, big money one coming up in March. I believe it's literally called the Big Money Classic. So we thank you, D. Hall, for that. And and guys, just another example of why uh, you should, at the very least, check out HallMDG.com. And, and if you're thinking about refinancing, thinking about buying a home, could not be a better guy and someone who's more supportive of MDG. And I know Donnie's been very thankful. And yeah, Kyle, it's been cool seeing everything on on the news networks and getting some great publicity for MDG. And once again, that just really speaks to the community, the passion for golf and how everything has grown so quickly with just people in the area in Metro Detroit, in Michigan, just wanting to be a part of it and talk golf and, and really have this social media space exist for being able just to, to interact and talk about golf in this great state.
0: Well, and that's only going to continue. I think uh, here in 2021, we know, 2020 was a huge golf boom if you will. Now certainly it wasn't uh, the the perfect year, but from a golf perspective there was a lot to love and I think that's only going to continue uh, into 2021 and you know within MDG and you know certainly the the social channels that we have now if you you aren't following Twitter, Instagram, Facebook in addition to the private Facebook group and of course if you want to find things out before anyone else within MDG you got to join the text list text MDG to 5454 in an effort to take things to the next level that that's where we kind of evolve and and, you know move the conversation toward a bunch of positives really and that was the whole goal in what we're going to be doing coming up in march this virtual golf show uh that we're actually going to be launching march 11th through sunday the 14th Uh, i want to make sure i get those dates right and if you have a bunch of questions, certainly you know you can go to the website and just kind of look it up, check it out. But we wanted to at least run through the idea, who will be supporting, uh, the entire happenings essentially around the virtual broadcast for the golf show to kind of kick things off, and how you can potentially get involved uh, and end up donating. And you know, I'll just speak first, I guess, Mike. This was just something you and I had discussed for months that you know how what can we do you know how how can we potentially you know help the the Michigan golfers the metro detroit golfers out there who ordinarily would you know pay for a $15 ticket and go to a potential golf show in the surrounding area and load up on dozens of golf balls and tees and gloves and uh hats apparel you know everything to get ready for the season not able to do that unfortunately in 2021 and we really wanted to take those golf show in-person physical situations and just put it all online and direct people uh, to be able to essentially support our great golf courses, our great golf companies. And that's really kind of the genesis of where this all started. And as we continue to talk about it and kind of move things forward, we wanted to make sure that we were going to go ahead and support uh, several of our great local golf charities. And that's why we're going to, again, a hundred percent of the proceeds for this Michigan golf show, uh, are going to go to four specific local golf charities, and we've already been able to raise some money this week. We really haven't, you know, put anything out there, you know, from a public perspective, but it seems like there's a lot of momentum here, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where this can go and what we can accomplish.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, with this virtual golf show, it's it's really just something that uh, with with several shows getting canceled and and you know, everyone, as you said, just kind of wants to have that, that event to stock up on a bunch of stuff before the season. Um, that really is what we want to do to this and digitize that. You know, Create a whole separate website with, with virtual booths, which are essentially going to be listings from all different companies. We've been hit up by, by a lot of courses and golf companies, so please, if you are uh, interested in that, just visit our website, com. There's an article section. You can reach out to us and whatnot, but uh i think this virtual golf show will be great uh from the from the live broadcast at red run that we're going to be doing for three hours we're going to have several golf guests on there and then uh, use that as, as the the teeing off a point for the website itself and this will be a a really nice landing page and, and website that you can view for all those four days and click and get a bunch of deals and that's the best part about it that it's completely free to the user, to the golfer, there is no admission cost or, or ticket to enter this virtual golf show and visit the website. So it's completely free. And for the vendors, um, it's severely. Uh, it basically, it's. it's I'm going to say it's free as well, but we're doing a suggested donation that's 100 percent to charity. So, uh, which is you know $250. So with all of that money that we're raising, we already have raised thousands of dollars already without even making it public. Um, it's going to be great just to be able to to provide some donations and some checks to these great charities, obviously First Tee of Greater Detroit, uh, Midnight Golf, Eagles for Children, and the great Evan Scholars Foundation, um, four great local golf charities, and and that's the cool part about this, 100% of all donations and proceeds will be going directly to these charities, so if you're someone who's browsing around the site and you want to donate 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever it is, that goes right to these charities, and the same thing for the virtual booths, if you're a vendor who wants to be listed on there, and there's going to be tens of thousands of people that that view this webpage, uh, golfers that view this webpage for those four days. If you're a vendor and want and want to be on there, just know that your entire donation, suggested donation of two hundred fifty dollars, will go directly to these four charities. Um, so this is something we're really excited about. We're excited to do the the virtual event, the show, and and, and do a three hour broadcast and and just raise a lot of money. We already have some people committed to doing some on-the-spot charity donations and some matches. So it'll be really fun just to to get that going and and just see how much money we can raise and see how much good work we can do. And, and once again, you know, I think that the response so far has just been really good. So to create something that's completely free and that I think people really will get a lot of value out of, visiting this website and, and checking out all these deals. But the fact that all of it goes to charity, I, I think, is just going to be a really cool Uh, Event, virtual event, and really cool opportunity and experience to, to, to cut some very sizable checks to four organizations, four charitable organizations that do such a great job with golf in Michigan.
0: Yeah, and we obviously, you know, as far as the the live stream that we're going to be doing on our YouTube page, make sure you go and uh, and subscribe so that you'll be able to see it um, and see a lot of the videos and things that we're going to be doing here in 2021. Because I think we'll be doing a little bit more video work uh, on that YouTube page and trying to get it going. So again, go subscribe uh, to the page. But as far as the live stream goes, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, from Red Run Golf Club's ballroom, actually, uh, we'll be doing that. And uh, special thank you, you know, certainly to Red Run for allowing us to be there um, and you know having some some hors d'oeuvres and uh, perhaps uh, you know a few uh, copper crafts, uh, some cocktails yes. out there as well um, for you know some of uh, our partners and certainly for uh, members of the charities, representatives of the charities that are going to be on a site. A lot of as people well. will
1: come on, and and, that, and that's the the cool thing from a uh, a golfer standpoint, guys. You will be able to watch this broadcast live for as long or as little as you want to. Um, you know, we are going to be promoting it on the YouTube channel, as you said. Make sure you're subscribed to YouTube. Literally, just search Metro Detroit Golfers on YouTube. It'll come right up. Um, we're great with SEO in that, in that regard. But uh, <laughs> um, I, I was going to say that that with this virtual show, there's going to be a lot of people, I think, tuning in, being interested to hear some guests, some celebrities that we have on. And, and yeah, it's great to be able to, to, to just – have a setting like that where, where we, uh, you know, do the live broadcast from a golf course. Again, like you said, thank you to Red Ron and to Joe Marini and to, to Chef Joseph Nixon and everyone out there that's, that's being a part of this and donating their time. So um, we've already gotten some some incredible donations. We have not we have not opened up the GoFundMe at all to the public yet, so I can't wait to do that when we're going to really see some $5, $10 donations, um, $20, whatever it might be mdg uh you know kyle we're obviously going to be announcing something in terms of a donation and and also uh you know we are going to just be encouraging people as well to donate because we're going to have some some raffles and some prizes for anyone who donates some funds. so more details much more details on that but again for everyone that keeps asking just stay tuned everything and, and it's it's very very simple if you want to stay updated Text MDG to five four five four five four. You'll be updated first, and then secondly, guys, it's 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 just it's very simple. Stay tuned to the social medias. Browse around MetroDetroitGolfers.com. If you're someone listening to this who does not have social media, I would encourage you to just go visit MetroDetroitGolfers.com a couple times a week and browse around. There's always new stuff on there, and you can absolutely be a part of our community and, and be a part of Metro Detroit Golfers via the website as well. No!
0: Obviously the Genesis uh, Invitational going on Tiger Woods uh, tournament, unfortunately, Tiger not going to be able to compete uh, this weekend due to that back surgery that he had, uh, I believe November or December. So we'll see uh, if he'll be back in time for the Masters and what kind of shape he'll be in uh, by the time the Masters hurt. gets here. He is always hurt. Well, well, I, I, I don't think it helped all of those, uh, all the time that he spent doing uh, the Navy SEAL training and <laughs> doing a little bit too much uh, to his body, especially when he was in his prime. He probably could have. He probably could have Jack Nicholas' major champion record if you know didn't deal with the the personal you know issue that, the issues that ended up going on in his life, and then of course the injuries that just really started to pile up for him. So unfortunately, not able to be there. But a lot of local flavor yeah, actually at, at the Genesis uh, this weekend, and we can kind of start there because we had Willie Mack the uh, Third, Flint native, Michigan native, obviously, uh, 32 years of age, and got the uh, the sponsors exemption. Um, the name of the exemption Charlie, is the, Charlie Sifford exemption, The Charlie the first, Sifford exemption, Charlie
1: Sifford was the first, uh, African-American golfer on the PGA tour, just a, a golf legend. And, and Tiger Woods, uh, issues this exemption for the tournament every single year to a minority golfer, uh, who, who is certainly worthy of it. And it's great to see Willie, um, make his second start. Now he played a couple weeks ago at the farmer's insurance. So, um, we're certainly monitoring his progress. I think he's even right now through seven holes as we're recording this, but, I uh, just love seeing the the local um flavor and and just a kid who who is you know, I shouldn't even say kid he's older than me but he's he's 32 but he has
0: it's older than me too.
1: He has <laughs> a great story of just resilience and and just and just hard work. He was living out of his car, he was eating McDonald's every night. And he was he was um really just um grinding to get shots like this. So I love that uh that persistence and, and to go from mini tour to a couple tour starts. He's always played in the Corn Ferry once, but wanna just really see him do well. And hey, if he gets somehow makes the top ten, then he's exempt next week on tour, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously we're just we're just rooting for him, you know. I mean it's it's truly a, a great story and, you know, we were able to chat with him for a few minutes here on the the MDG podcast, which by the way, if you want to go back, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to them, uh, you can go to listen uh, to to Willie's episode and the the brief conversation that we were able to have with him. But um, to to me, I would expect a better performance in this. Not not that he had a, a poor performance, but just in talking to him on the podcast, he was not pleased with his performance at the the Farmers Insurance. Well, his driver open. was cracked. It, it was he, he cracked. Didn't even
1: realize until until uh, after Friday's round that his the reason why I only hit four four fairways on Fridays at the Farmers was because his driver was cracked. So
0: And still barely missed the cut. You yeah, know, he still right played yep. pretty darn well. Was actually under par relatively early in his first round at the Farmers Insurance Open. It would be great if he
1: made the cut. I mean, it would be cool. unbelievable. And how cool an experience for him being in a field with guys like Dustin and guys like um, you know Brooks is in this field, John Rahm, right? Guys like uh, Rory McIlroy, I believe, is playing in this. They're, I mean, just incre- Justin Thomas. To be All playing in a field like that is just so awesome.
0: It is, and, and I would expect big things from him certainly will be – hopefully they show him. I would assume that they're going to show him a little bit more just because of the the exemption that he has uh, and the significance assume, of it. Yeah. Um, so keep Tour your has, eye out.
1: PGA Tour has on their social channels been posting a lot about him, so I'm sure he'll get some TV time. But, yeah, hopefully he makes the cut.
0: And the better you play, the more uh, you know TV time you could potentially get. And speaking of that, just some more local flavor that's out there. Ryan Stewart, uh, you know, yeah. another Michigan native God, played at, uh, at Oakland Hills. And you, you texted me, I think it was last weekend, as, uh, you know, he was he was competing again. He was in the top 10 for a while. He was in the, the first page of the leaderboard yep. heading into the final round on Sunday. Eighth and place. you texted me and you just go, man, Ryan Stewart is just so consistent. He's great. So consistent, yeah. you know, not going to be a whole lot of fireworks no. or, you know, things going on like that, but just. Tee to green, gonna give himself some chances to potentially get birdies, and he's. I mean, he's in almost every tournament he's in, making cuts and giving himself a chance going into the weekend.
1: He is so good, and I think it's great to see Brian just having this success. You know, another top 20 uh, finish last week at Pebble, and and you know he's made like I think six of uh, six seven cuts so far this year. I mean, all he does is make cuts and and cash checks. You know, he's. He's really just a consistent player who, who is just a, uh, becoming just a very, very, um, again, consistent, but just regular on the tour, a regular to make cuts. He is not flashy. He is not uh, some big name by any means, but, but he really, every single tournament, he plays a lot, and he, he is always going to be there. He's never going to do anything stupid on the course, and he's going to make a lot of cuts, and that's what you hear from a lot of people, how difficult it is to get on tour, but once you're on tour... If you can just make cuts and you can play solid golf, you will you will stay on tour. So I think it's just awesome to see what Brian was doing. I had texted him. I, I, I talked to him before Sunday's round um, last week at Pebble when he was you know top 10 going into Sunday, which was great, three shots off the lead. So really happy for Brian, and, and I want to just continue to follow his progress. MDG has shown a lot of support for Brian and for Willie and for Donnie. So um, guys, let's keep that up.
0: Yeah, the interesting thing, uh, you know, with with Brian is, and, and you see this unfortunately for you know guys who just don't have the the what the the name of Bryson DeChambeau or whatever it is. Brian Stewart is in the top ten, eighth going into the final round. They might have showed him once he was in yeah, that final yeah. round coverage. I mean, you know that that it's unfortunate, ridiculous. obviously, uh, that he just didn't get any uh, any pub, especially as it pertained to you know the final round coverage on CBS, but. You know, it is what it is. I get it. You know, they're going to throw the big names out there yep. and make sure that they stick to the, you know, those top, you know, three guys or whoever is, you know, right there near the top trying to hang on for a win. But, Nate uh,
1: Lashley was up there, too. Obviously, he had a huge collapse, but, but total, uh, totally cool to see Lashley with his incredible story qualifying for the Rocket Classic two years ago. He had to qualify up at the Orchards in Washington Township. Uh, didn't qualify, then gets in last minute as an alternate and wins the rocket Classic. What an incredible story, and not even to mention the personal side of things with him and his um, you know, his parents and, and whatnot. So I was hoping Nate would win. Uh, I know we're supposed to get him on the podcast We actually we were supposed to be getting him on again soon too. So just cool to see Nate, who is uh, you know, certainly has that that local tie winning the rocket. And, and is going to be back in Detroit every single year for, for the tournament. So want to definitely continue to see him do well. That was a shame. What, what happened to him on, what was it, whole 16, four putting? It was he just was
0: awful. on autopilot. It, it, it was To me, it was the hole before that started to get him. He, he was in the middle of the fairway, uh, hit a, a poor iron shot, short, unfortunately, uh, yanked it into the bunker, and you know he was able to get up and down. But that was the start of his approach shots just weren't there for whatever reason. And of course, he yanked it again on the hole where he four-putt gets it out. Chance it par, runs it too far past, and then that's where frustration sets in. Uh, Four-putting is never fun. Uh, Three-putting isn't even fun. But I, I understand his frustration. You could just—I mean—you could see it. The announcers were just—I mean—well, you know, keep, keep it together now. It's you tough know, try to not. Watch. Yeah, you, you just as much as you want to say, you, you got to have a certain amount of decorum. You know, when you're on the golf course, and you yeah, can't let seriously. your emotions get yeah. the best of you there is that is incredibly difficult to just keep keep locked in and, and not get too frustrated with yourself. He was right there at the top of the leaderboard. I thought he was actually going to win. He was really on cruise control prior to those two holes. And from there I, there's no overcoming that when you have that triple.
1: There's so much money on the line, there's so many FedEx points on the line. And for guys like that who are not, you know, mainstays on tour to to be able to to have a finish like that and win and what it does for your exemption, it it's incredible. So I get the frustration for sure. I, I, I could have gone without, you know, throwing the club and, and, you know, damaging the green. Um, but, but besides that, I, I do I'm understand sure they the, fixed it. <laughs> I do understand the frustration. I mean, that, that just, it sucks. Um, and I, there were a lot of people, you know, that, that in MDG had bet on him at like plus 10,000 on yeah. DraftKings. And, and of course guys, DraftKings code MDG. Uh, if you're going to sign up, we're going to have a lot of exclusive, uh, juiced odds and stuff like that within DraftKings. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people had bet on him. I had bet on Brian, and, and um, I know a lot of Same. people are, are are really enjoying the DraftKings betting uh, for golf. I think there's a great one here at Riviera uh, for the Genesis right now on hole number 10, which is a, a short par 4, 315 yards. It's playing today on, on Thursday, and it's over 3.5 Eagles uh, for the tournament I think last year they had four the year before they had three so it's going to be right there it's certainly a drivable par four that that a lot of the distance is great on tour but I took the over on it so uh, make sure you check that out on DraftKings a cool little prop bet to to root for some Eagles on hole 10 a short par four
0: yeah I went uh, prior to the tournament getting started and I think one of them already isn't looking very good Uh, Francesco Molinari to finish top 10 Plus 800. He's a new member there. Just made the move to America to LA. Joined Riviera. Familiarity there. I know. Last week, everyone wants to talk about him topping his driver yeah, and I know. going, you know, like 50, 70 yards, whatever it is. But prior to that, he'd been playing some pretty good golf for the first time in a couple of years since his disaster and collapse. Uh, at the Masters. So plus 800 to finish top 10. Brooks Koepka plus 550 to finish top five. Brooks is starting to round into form. You saw him obviously come back and win just a few weeks ago at the Phoenix uh, Waste Management Open. And then I, I hate to be front runner guy. And it looks like DJ's even through, I think his front nine right now as we're recording this. But Dustin Johnson was plus 500, the favorite to win this tournament. And DJ is on an unbelievable run. There's no reason to not go with Dustin Johnson right now just because of all the top three the wins the, the the runner-ups that he's had over the last several months and I'll say it right now and we'll get to the odds you know I'm sure at a certain point with DraftKings but I think Dustin Johnson is winning two green jackets in the span of what like five months I think he's going to do it again
1: but. yeah when he's playing well there's not a single golfer on the planet that's better than him um, and and I think that that he's just such a great player um, I think that there is sometimes some some motivational type things with him and Brooks where they just don't care about certain tournaments. So that's why I'm hesitant to bet on them for a tournament like this. Um, but that being said, Dustin is just so ridiculously good. He's so consistent. And when he's when he's truly, I don't want to say he ever doesn't try. I'm not saying that. But when he, when he truly is trying, when he truly is um, on top of his game, there is not a single golfer on the planet better than Dustin Johnson, and I believe that.
0: No, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Um, real quick, I want to get back to your, your prop bet on the over under on Eagles on, on the 10th at Riviera, if I'm not mistaken. I got a question for you, and I'm, I'm sure I know what your response is going to be, but I uh, want to at least take a second and, and mention our friends and partners over at Tri Covery Massage and Flexibility. If you haven't started to get your body ready and and loose for the upcoming golf season. I know it's cold right now, but the sooner you can start working on your body, getting it feeling right, and start to improve your flexibility, the better your swing is going to be by the time this snow melts and it all warms up. Jeff, Kevin, Maria, their entire team over at Tricovery do an unbelievable job and have a golf-specific package that they can work with you on to improve your flexibility, your power, uh, your recovery simple stretches that you can do prior to a golf round they have multiple locations novi and royal oak Uh, you can go check them out that's tricovery.com tri-covery.com do yourself a favor and get ready for golf season all right i want to at least throw this out there okay because this has been there's been a lot of talk about it leading up to this tournament and you know it's already underway and we're starting to see guys just bomb away on it but the drivable par four, and you said, you know, on DraftKings, the over-under was three and a half Eagles. Plus um, 150, yep. Yeah, yeah, So you obviously went with the over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a short par four, what, 310 yards, a lot of issues. The green obviously has, you know, certain dimensions that makes it a little bit difficult. But ordinary circumstances, 310-yard par four, some trouble, a little tight. Are you pulling driver or are you being smart and hitting an iron out there?
1: I would still hit driver, but I can't. I can't hit the ball 315. I can't. I mean, at, at most, I mean, I could count on one hand the number of 300 yard drives I've had the past two years. I just don't hit the ball that long, at least not right now. Not to say that I can't, but um, I'll always, but I'll almost always go driver off the tee, regardless. I mean, I, I hate hitting iron off the tee. I hate hitting three wood off the tee. Um, literally, I, I, I don't find myself much at all uh, hitting anything other than driver off the tee. Frankly, I mean, if I'm going to, it just kind of messes me up, or I'm trying to be too cute. Or I mean, there's not many holes, at least, that I play where I, where I don't just hit driver yeah. off the tee. <laughs>
0: You know? So you're not into the whole driving iron phrase. If, I, craze if, I, if or... I pipe
1: one 315, which I wouldn't, and and get on the green, then great. But if not, and I still hit it well and hit it 260, 280, and it, it's right there and it's a few you know 30 yards so, away, great.
0: So you know what's sad about my game? I, I I could go out there and hit driver, and it could be 270, 280, like you said, whatever it might be, and I'll be 30 or 40 yards shy of the green with a simple chip, you know, to try and get in good position for a nice birdie look. I am less comfortable doing that as opposed to five iron 210 220 with run out sitting in the middle of the fairway a full 58 degree you know 90 yards 100 yards whatever it is i feel so much more comfortable being 90 to 100 yards away as opposed to 30 or 40 right in front of the green so i am pulling iron every single time but i love that these guys I mean they don't even need their driver for this hole honestly. They they could hit a 3 wood. Yeah. Some some of those guys and, and still be sitting there with a chance to stop the ball actually and have a good look at A lot ego. of them will
1: go for it. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of sand though. The the green slopes back to front, but uh and the green is fairly tough. But yeah, I mean I think that uh you know just philosophically speaking it's I will never um I'll, I'll never really really try to Control the distance in terms of hitting a three wood or a four iron off the tee, but I do think that everyone has their uh, yeah their their yardage that messes with them. I think that some people hate 60 yards like me. Some people hate 90 to 100 yards. Uh, you know, some people are trying to lay up to be 115 because if they're 130, then they're not going to hit it. well. you know, I think everyone kind of has that yardage that messes with you, um, and that's why they, there's just so many little things about golf that matter. You know, as, as much as great as it is to bomb it off the tee. You know, that that stroke counts the exact same as a as a putt that you lip out and tap in for two inches, you know. So that, that's literally the exact same stroke on the scorecard. So uh, that's golf, and, and and I'll be interested to see how many of these guys actually get on, how many of these guys equal. But when you have a short par four like that, what people have to realize too, it's also not just getting on the green. I mean, these guys are so good, and they're all going to be greenside, which just means the percentages. And the chances of them chipping one in is is so much higher. I mean, they're all, no matter what they hit, they're going to be around the green. So if you're that close on a par four and, and you're chipping, uh, of course the percentages are going to go up in terms of these guys with how good they are being able to actually chip one in for Eagle, which I think we'll see. So be excited to watch that.
0: A lot coming up. Certainly excited for the, uh, the virtual golf show that we're going to be doing starting on March 11th. Look for... Uh, you know, some announcements, uh, you know, some details to be coming out. And certainly once we actually go public with the GoFundMe page, uh, looking forward to raising a lot of money and a lot of awareness uh, for four great causes. So, um, again, just we'll keep you posted on everything. Please check out the website, Golfers.com. We'll have a bunch of stories and, you know, various happenings going on. Uh, but a, a lot to do here, even though it's not golf season. we got snow out there, uh, but certainly plenty to look forward to if you're an MPG member. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial. And also, Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility.